This podcast is presented to you by Passion Church and their campus in Alexander City, Alabama. For more information, visit www.mypassion.church. series. We've been doing uh, the Hope series this whole month, and this is our last one, and this one is Hope Begins at Home. And I don't know about you, but how many of you know that there seems to be, you know, a lot of things not happening in the home when it comes to God, and that's where it needs to begin. See, you can come in here, but if we're living one way in here, and then we go home and our children and our mates and our families see something different, it's kind of hard then to get them to say, you know, you need to follow God, okay? So let's go in prayer right now. Father, we just thank you in your precious name. Oh, God, we thank you today. I thank you, God, that please help me that your words will go forth, God. It's your anointing and your words that ears and hearts will be open, God, to hear and to receive all that you have for us today. We thank you, God, right now that your word goes out and it does not return void, that, God, there's going to be seeds planted today in each and every one in this building and those that are under the sound of my voice and change and turn around and miracles are happening even as we minister today. And we give you the praise and the glory in Jesus' precious name. Amen. So hope begins at home. Well, the first scripture I'm going to read to you is Deuteronomy 11, and it's 18 through 21. So commit yourselves wholeheartedly to these words of mine. Tell them to your hands and wear them on your forehead as reminders. Teach them to your children. Talk about them when you're at home and when you're on the road and when you're going to bed and when you're getting up so that As long as the sky remains above the earth, you and your children may flourish in the land, swore to give give your ancestors. Amen. I'm telling you, what a beautiful picture of these words that God paints on our hearts. See, let his word paint dreams and vision and hope on your heart. But see, if you never get into his word, you're not going to know all that God wants to say to you. You're not going to know all that God has for you. But what a beautiful picture these words paint on our hearts. As long as the sky remains above the earth, you and your children and your grandchildren shall flourish. Get that down in your spirit. Get that deep down in there. Amen? that God wants you to flourish. He wants your children to flourish. He wants your family to flourish. But you're going to have to know what God says and what the Word of God says. Amen. You know, uh, the first thing would be that, you know, home is a very powerful, powerful word. And it has very many emotions tied to it. You know, some of those emotions are happy, got lots of memories, they're, you know, they're joyous, they have peace, they bring security, you know, they bring a lot of good things. But now for some people, when you say home or family, maybe it it doesn't have all good memories. Maybe there were some things that were, 
not good. Maybe there were some things that happened that didn't bring security, but brought insecurity, brought turmoil, maybe even brought abuse. You know, uh, say home, that doesn't always mean the same for every. You know, and it doesn't always mean the same. But the family of God is a totally different picture. See, because even though your earthly family, your earthly home life may not have been perfect, may not have been full of peace and joy and security and love and just wonderful all the time, but see, in God's family, God brings hope. God brings peace. God brings joy. And God can take whatever happened in your earthly family or home, and God can heal you. God can put his restoring power on everything and anything negative that ever happened to you. God can make you new again. Isn't that so exciting? That see, even though we may not have had a perfect, what we thought was a perfect life or a good thing or it was very hurtful, but thank God when you come into the kingdom of God, when you come into God's house, God says, my family wasn't perfect either, but I am the God of peace. I am the God of joy and hope, and I can make all things new, and I can mend things. I can take what was so broken and looked so destroyed, and with God's love and touch, he can make it all new again, and actually, he'll make it better than it was before. Oh, gosh, that's exciting. That is so, so exciting. Now, for we got to remember this, that God is the one that brings wholeness and healing. So no matter whatever's happened in your life, quit looking for hope in the world, hope in a pill, hope in a drink, hope in a book, hope in a man and a woman. That's not where the wholeness and the healing is going to come. It's going to come in the word of God. It's going to come getting connected with a church family so that we can pray one for another so that you can be joined together with the family of God. And that's where healing comes, that's where restoration comes, and wholeness. You know, home is God's idea. God built a beautiful home, you know, for Adam and Eve. Filled with love and joy and peace and harmony and security. God, everything they'll ever need was there. Nothing that man would ever, ever need. They lived in utter completeness. But Satan was jealous. Satan hated them for this because they had a home with God's peace and God's presence and God's provision, and he didn't because he lost it through rebellion, through rebellion against God. So he devised a plan to steal from Adam and Eve. What he could not have, he was going to get for himself through deception. That was his goal. He achieved it, but only for a time. Only for a time. Amen. God's love for man was too strong, too strong to allow his children to be homeless. Because remember, God so loved. God so loved that he went and died on the cross for you and for me. He loved us this much that he opened his arms and he said, Lord, for them, because I love them. 
Jesus restored our home and our hope. Uh, one of the scriptures I was going to read to you is in John 14, 1 through 3. It said, don't let your hearts be troubled. Trust in God and trust also in me. There is more than enough room in my father's home. If there were not so, would I have told you that I'm going to prepare a place for you? When everything is ready, I will come and get you, so you will always be with me where I am. Oh, isn't that good news? You know, Jesus is our home. He is our hope. And you can have, you don't have to wait to heaven to have joy and peace and wholeness, and healing, and completeness. You can have it right here when you accept Jesus into your life. And then when you allow him to have access to your life. Do you know that even as a Christian, a believer, that you can keep some areas closed off to God? That God can try to get in some areas, but you still got the wall up. But see... There's no way that God can bring his completeness and his fullness unless we let all the walls down. See, because God, the Holy Spirit, is a gentleman, only comes with an invite and a hoping that you'll say, yes, Lord, come in to every area of my life, to every little crevice of my life. You know, uh, it's time for God's super on your natural. There's time. It is time for things to change. But how will they change if we don't let them? If you don't let God in, he cannot change what is broken. See, if you're still always looking this way, you're always looking back, God's standing out in front and saying, Hello, I want to help you. I want to heal you. I want to deliver you. I want to make you whole again. I want you to have peace. I want you to have joy. But he can't unless we reach out and say, okay, Lord, here, here, have it. Have them, have it, have me. I just want to serve you. I want to be whole so I can go minister wholeness. I want to be full of joy so when I see someone in hopelessness that I've got something to give to them. Amen. But how do we do it? We have to reach out. You've got to reach out to him. Remember that Jesus is our home and he is our hope. It's time for turnaround. It's time for God's restoring power. But do you believe it? Will you receive it? You know, see, that's the thing that so many times we get stuck in. We get hung up in because you're trying to figure out how it's going to happen. Well, just how do you think God could do that? You don't know my situation. My situation is so bad, so messed up, so twisted, so upside down. I don't have to know, but God knows. God says it doesn't matter how. Remember, he said, with man, it is impossible. But with God, all. He didn't say a few things. He didn't say one or two things. He said, with God, all things are possible to those who will just believe me. See, you don't have to figure it out. Put your little paper away for a little while. Put your little plans away and stop and let God 
come into every area of your life and turn it around. Turn it right side up. Make everything that's broken, make it right again. Make every crooked path straight by the power and the Spirit of God. But only God can do it, but he needs an invite. Are you inviting him in? Are you letting him in? Have you welcomed him in? And look, I know there's some things. I'm telling you, I believe today God says there's some things you've pushed and you've pushed and you've pushed so deep down into your spirit because you don't want to think about it. You don't want to talk about it. You don't even want to talk anymore to God about it. But God said, I can't heal you if you don't let it out. Give it to him. Speak it out and say, here it is. Here they are. This is what happened, God. But no more. They or it is not going to have control over me no more this day. Because, God, I'm giving it and them to you. I will be healed. I will be delivered. I will be set free. I will be made. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. God is a good God. God is a faithful God. I kept seeing that, that pushing, pushing, pushing down. And, you know, that's not healthy. You know, that's not healthy. Because that thing will hold you captive as long as you keep it down there and you don't let it out. you got to voice it out. you got to let it go. And, yes, it's going to hurt for a minute. You know, just like in the natural, when you get a splinter, oh, it's so sore. And when you try to take it out, it feels like it even hurts worse. So the temptation is just, I won't, I won't bother. I won't, I won't pull it out. But if you don't pull it out, in some cases, if it's far enough down in there, it's going to fester and blister, get infected. And that little, little tiny sliver that you could barely almost see with your eye will turn into a whole lot worse than the size of that splinter. It will turn out a whole lot worse. So you're going to have to take a minute, grin it and bear it, and say, you know what? i got to get it out. i got to pull it out. And it's the same thing with things that you've buried down in your lives. You know, whether it's what somebody's done, what somebody said, maybe what you did, mistakes you've made, choices you did, choices others did. But today is the day to pull it out. Because, see, it starts at home with you. Because, see, when you are able to get free, then you can go share more with others. You can go share freely the love of God, the deliverance and the wholeness of God. I'm telling you, God wants to heal today. God wants you free we got to pull that thing out. Yes, it's going to hurt. It's probably going to hurt bad. But once you get it out, oh, the healing process will begin to happen. Oh, the healing process will begin to happen from the top of your head to the soles of your feet. God is healing. Even right now under my voice, God's healing. Healing. Oh, brokenness. Oh, stuff that's been put down so far and so deep that only God could pull it out. Well, today it's being pulled out. Why? Because you're saying, pull it out, Lord. Get it out of me, all of it. I want to be free. 
I want to be free to be all I need to be in you. I want to be free to serve you. I want to be free to have joy. I want to be free to have peace. Oh, what a good God. What a good God. What a good God. God's wanting these things. But see, when we don't know, or maybe we've held on. You know, I'm a, yeah, last Sunday, we had things that happened at this altar, you know, for different ones. You know, some have been believing and waiting for 20, 30, 40, 50 years. And there was a breaker anointing last Sunday. Just broke those things out and off of people's life. And there's already been testimonies. Boy, I feel better. Physically, my body has already begun to feel better. I have joy. I have strength. I have peace. I'm sleeping at night. Oh, do you see what the enemy wants? He wants to keep these things from you. He doesn't want you to be free. But today is your day of freedom. And listen, you go, well, I thought we were talking about it begins at home. This is hope. We're talking about hope. See, because if you're not free, how are you going to go deliver hope? You can't deliver hope in your own home. You can't deliver it in your work, your community, and your church. If you feel hopeless... If you have felt bound and held back and pressed down and pushed down, but today is your day of deliverance. Oh, let's just take a minute. Father, I just thank you right now. I thank you, God, what you've been doing right now. We thank you, God, right now. Those in the house and those that are under the sound of my voice, we thank you, God, right now. There's been healing. Oh, gosh, there's been a digging. I mean, a deep, deep digging. Deep, deep. And it's been some more than one thing, a lot of things. Oh, God, horrible things in some cases. But today, oh, today your healing power is walking among your people, doing open-heart surgery, putting in new hearts, taking away the pain, the shame, the hurt, the brokenness, and didn't even know how deep it had been down there till I was ministering and things started just coming up and you said, oh, no, I forgot about that. It's all right. God's going to take it away. And even though there'll be a slight scar, God said it won't hurt anymore because God's supernatural healing power is coming on your life right now. Physical ailments are going to begin to leave right now in the name of Jesus. Soundness to your mind where there's been confusion. Peace to your spirit where you can sleep at night. A dance in your step again. Joy unspeakable. Oh, God, we thank you. Oh, we thank you, we thank you, we thank you, we thank you. You know, he is our dwelling place, and he is our hope. The promises of God for you and for me are yes and amen. They are yes and amen. His goodness and his love, God wants to abide with you, in you, to you, all the days of your life. That is God's desire. You know, he is our Garden of Eden. God truly is. No world, no man, no job, no money, no degree can bring 
the Garden of Eden to your life except the presence and the Spirit of God. Because, you know, God says, when you'll let me, I've got treasures. i got treasure choves for you. I'm waiting for you to open up my treasures, open up the chest of all of my goodness and healing. I'm waiting for you to open up the treasures of my love and all of the goodness that I have for you. He rules supreme. Will you let him rule supreme today? Let's look in 1 Corinthians 13, 4 through 7. It says, love is patient and kind. Love is not jealous or boastful or proud or rude. It does not demand its own way. It is not irritable. And it keeps no record of being wronged. It does not rejoice about injustice, but rejoices whenever the truth wins out. Love never gives up, never loses faith, is always hopeful, and endures through every circumstance. You know, see, when we know and experience the love of God, these things begin to show up and show out in our life. See, because when you say, well, I couldn't have loved before like that, but I can now. Because, and even if you have to start out in faith saying, now, God, I can't love them. But in my heart, I'm free. I forgave them. Because no longer will they or that thing have a hold over my life. Stop my life. Why would you give anything or anyone that much power? Why? Think about it. That should get you mad so then you can get glad. Get mad and give it over to God and let God set you free. Amen? Oh, gosh. God wants us free. And God says you might have to start out in faith saying, okay, I'm going to love them with your love because it sure ain't going to be mine. I'm going to love them with your love. I'm going to forgive them. I just have to keep saying it until all of a sudden that thing gets down in you. Because, see, there's power in your words. And when you begin to speak God's word and forgive and love, then things will break free in your life like never before. I'm telling you, get ready. And then you can walk up, and then you don't have to then tell yourself, well, I don't really deserve that. That's a lie. Oh, I don't really deserve all those things God had for me because of this and that. Well, it's, today it's changed. God's treasure chest is right here. Right here at the altar, God's treasure chest is wide open, waiting for you to walk up and... receive your joy, your hope, your peace, your forgiveness, your love. I receive your turnaround. I receive wholeness in my life. I receive joy back in my thing, you know, and oh, well, you got to wait till you get to heaven. No, just as it is in heaven, it'll be on earth. But is that what you're believing? Is that what you're expecting? Aren't you ready for some freedom? Aren't you ready to feel free? Aren't you ready to feel healed and be full of peace and joy? <clears throat> I'm going to let Sonia play uh, some music real softly in the background because, you know, I want to pray. And then after we close out here, we'll have a time of altar call for those that are here in the house. But I want to pray right now for all of you here and those that are watching 
You know, God is a good God. And he wants better for you. I don't care where you are, whether you've been uh, saved one week, two weeks, six months, two years, ten years, or 50 years. God still has better. Did you know he's always looking to say, I got more for you. I got more. I got better. Why? Because there's more people attached to your life. More people attached to your life. So, just turn down just a little bit more. Um, So, I want to give an opportunity. Maybe you're watching or you're in the house. And you say, well, I've never on purpose accepted Jesus into my life. So, I want to do that prayer first and then we'll do another one. Father, I just thank you right now that everyone in the house and those that are watching, God, if they haven't accepted you, as their Lord and Savior, that they'll pray this with me. Say, Dear Lord, everybody pray with me. So if there's anyone praying, no one will feel, uh, you know, say, all together pray with me. Say, Dear Lord, come into my life. Come into my life totally, Father. I ask you to forgive me of all of my sins. I believe you died on the cross for me. And I thank you, God, today that I choose to make you Lord of my life. And I thank you that I am changed. What was is gone, and what is is going forward. I thank you for healing me. I thank you for giving me new life, that I can reign with you forever. In Jesus' name. Amen. Whoops. Okay. I encourage you that if you're in the house or if you're watching and you said that prayer for the first time, we have some material that will help you along this walk. So you need to contact us or you need to let us know, and we'll be glad to get that information to you. Amen. I'm telling you, God is a good God. And God wants you holy, wants you well, and he wants you to experience family, his family, the family of God. But remember, though, you've got to let God be God in your home. Let God be your God in your workplace, in your community, and in your church. He can't just be when you come to church, oh, okay, I'm doing my thing. No, this is a lifestyle So that everywhere you go, people know and see something different. But maybe you're in here or you're watching today and you said, but you know, I feel like I once was on fire for God. But I I feel like I kind of, you know, past two years, the whole COVID thing and all that kind of stuff. And then, you know, didn't quit going to church. I felt like I quit praying and reading. I kind of got away. But I want to come back. I want to get whole. I want to get back that fire. So I'm going to pray for you today. Father, right now, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for each and every person. I thank you, God, that there is no condemnation, that they're saying, that was then. That was yesterday. Today's a new day. Today I'm starting over. Today I'm getting up and I'm going to do right. I'm going to do right with God. I'm going to trust God. I believe you, God, today in the name of Jesus. Today. God, is their day of deliverance. Today is their day of new beginnings. Today is a day of start over. Start with today. God wants 
you to come back home. He wants you to be delivered. He wants you to be set free. He wants you to be full of joy and peace and hope again. Oh, he's got so much for you. Oh, we thank you, God, today. We thank you for your love. We thank you for your goodness. Oh, we thank you for all those treasures that you have for us so that our lives can go out and tell the story of your goodness and your love. That, God, what I have heard, we can go take to others. Oh, God, it's not just for us, but it's for us to go carry out, to be carriers, carriers in our home, carriers in our workplace, carriers in the house of God, carriers in the street of God's goodness and love. Oh, God, let us be that fire again. Let us be fired up for the things and the love of God. Let the power of God rule and reign in us so that people's lives can be changed and transformed, that supernatural miracles will begin to happen the way that God said we would do greater things, that arms can grow out. There can even be where maybe there wasn't an arm or wasn't an eye, that it will be in the name of Jesus, that all cancerous and all diseases that are foreign to the body have got to leave and disappear in the name of Jesus. Thank you for that wholeness, God, for that heart that's whole again in Jesus' precious name. And we give you all of the praise and all of the glory. Well, you know what? God loves you. Let his hope rule and reign in your life this day. And I encourage you. I encourage you. Run after God. Run to him. If you're not in a church, or if you've gotten out of church, get back in it. It's time. I'm telling you, things are happening in the house of God. Yes, you can watch when you need to. Yes, you can listen to it later on because you heard it in the house. You need to hear it again so you can make sure you might have got distracted, wasn't paying attention, so you need to go back and listen. But when you're in the house, there's something that happens There is something about when the body comes together, there's something released in the family that you can't always get over the video, that you can't always get on the podcast. So I encourage you, get back in God's house. We're so glad that you were here with us today. We love you. God loves you. Please, if we can help you in any way, let us know. And until next time, Be at rest and be at peace in Jesus' precious name. Amen. All right. Praise God. We're going to have Sonia put the music back on again. And, you know, because I just really feel there's some here in the house, amen, that God has something else that he wants to do for you. You know, there's never any pressure. Look, you know, I'm not about, I don't need to beg you. I shouldn't have to try to drag you. You know, if you feel like that God's doing something in your heart, you don't even have to say anything. You don't have to tell me nothing, but you just want to make a step because see, sometimes it's in the step. It's in the going that God's able to complete what he started. Amen. Because what that's doing, when you get up and you make a step 
towards the altar of God, what that does is say, look here, devil, watch me, watch me. Because I believe God's word and I believe that this thing or, or whatever's been over me and in me and on me and holding me back is going to be broken through today. Whether physically, whether emotionally, but I'm getting free today. And I'm going to let you know I believe it because I'm making a step. I'm going to take a step towards the altar of God. Amen. So I encourage you today, if you just want to make that step, if you've got some things you need to truly have confirmation that you're free in, then I encourage you to come up here, step up here, and let God deliver you from whatever it is. And you go, well, what if people are wondering what it is? Who cares? Ain't none of their business. It's between you and God. Are you more concerned about what somebody thinks or about more concerned about being free and healed and delivered and moving on in the things of God? Amen. Thanks for listening to today's podcast. We hope you've enjoyed it and pray that you are blessed by God's word. For more information about Passion Church, visit www.mypassion.church.